It's Toronto's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. I'm your host on Canada's podcast here in Toronto, and today we're talking to Kristen Topping. She's the owner of Sweet Life Flora, an e-commerce retail store for tropical plants based out of Ottawa. Kristen is also a veteran. She served 21 years in the Canadian Armed Forces, so we're very happy to have her here on the show and excited that it comes to us um, and that we're able to have her on the show just in time for Remembrance Day. So Kristen, welcome to Canada's podcast, and thank you for coming. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur and who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, so I started out a little bit different than a lot of other people. I joined the military when I was 17, right out of high school, and I went to military college. So at military college, you've got all of your leadership and education that you have to focus on and everything like that. So I got a really great lead up into building skills that would make me a great entrepreneur. Also, my military background, um, I'm an engineer and a scientist. So most of the time I spent at research centers and I taught at military college for about seven years. And then I did project management when I went to Ottawa. So I think that uh, as an officer in the Canadian Forces, I've really gained the, the knowledge and the leadership that I need to be able to have a successful business. And can you tell us a little bit about... Um why you actually chose to get started with Sweet Life Flora, like why you chose to go that direction? So Sweet Life Flora is an e-commerce plant shop for rare, hard-to-find plants. We also sell some regular plants that you would find at a nursery or greenhouse, but most of it is like stuff that you have to like search for and you get the thrill of the search. I got into this because I've really always been into plants. Like my nana growing up had so many African violets, she couldn't even walk into her house. My mom had this massive window with all of these plants, so I'd really grown up with it. And so my plants followed me from posting to posting. They were like a centering thing for me. Like I was able to take, come home from hard day at work, take care of my plants. So I have a history of concussions. Uh, I played rugby at military college. And then in 2016, I, ha- I got a concussion that absolutely changed my life. It changed fundamentally who I was, how I problem solve, how I hear, how I see. It was a heartbreaking experience. But what actually saved me and made me feel like I had purpose was my plant collection. I started collecting plants. I started keeping track of how I was taking care of them. And then my plant collection got to a point where my husband was like, we should do something about this. We don't have a lot of space anymore. You're going to have to like start selling some of these. And I was like, that's it. That's what I need to do. Because prior to that, uh, my recovery wasn't going the best. I was pretty sure that I was going to be medically released from the military. And I felt obligated to go out and find a job. So I was looking for jobs that were exactly like what I couldn't do in the military anymore, which made no sense. A friend of mine and my sister, who's also in the military, both of them are in the military, had an intervention with me in a very public place. <laughs> and they were like, Kristen, you have to listen to us. You cannot go back and work the same type of job that you were just doing that is causing you so much stress and heartache. So 
that's when Prince's Trust stepped in, a not-for-profit set up by Prince Charles, who really trains military people and also medically releasing military people on how they can use the skills they got in the military in order to become a successful entrepreneur. So I've been taking part in that program, and it's been phenomenal. Is Princess Trust, it's across, it's across the country, and it is, uh, is it across the globe as well? So it's really a Commonwealth thing. So there's a Princess Trust Canada, there's a Princess Trust UK, and I believe there's a Princess Trust Australia as well. So the focus is, they've got like a multi-tiered focus, but one of their primary focuses is really entrepreneurship and getting military people out starting businesses, becoming independent. It also really helps with your purpose as you're leaving the military, which is something that's really important to me because I've been in since I was a teenager. I don't know what it's like to adult in the real world without being in uniform. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Princess Trust, I know we were talking a little bit um, before we started the podcast, but it did help you with mentorship as well. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so there's three stages to the program. The first stage is like a one-day business introduction. Like this is something that you could do, a familiarization. You could become an entrepreneur when you leave the military. You don't necessarily have to go out and get another government job. This is something that you have the skills to do. And then folks who have a more developed idea and who are ready to take their business to the next level are selected to go on different boot camps during the year. Now, the boot camp is basically a five-day entrepreneurship workshop, and you go deep into, it's almost like a one-semester, how to start your own business, snapped into five days. It's phenomenal. And then after that, people who are interested can join the mentorship program, which is they pair you with another person who has business experience, finance experience, entrepreneurship experience. So you're really able to get the whole experience from them and get assistance and advice and throw ideas off of them. So my mentor has been absolutely wonderful. One of the best things I've ever done. So your mentor, is she in Ottawa? Because I know you're based out of Ottawa. Do they pair you with somebody who's in your city? I actually specifically asked for someone that I could do like over computer conversations with. So I'm paired with a gentleman from Toronto. He has a lot of finance, corporate bank experience, but he's also uh, a contractor. So he does, he's an entrepreneur in his own way. And he's got a totally and completely different experience than I do. So I'm able to bounce ideas off him, stuff that I didn't think about before, because as an engineer, I'm pretty focused on thinking about technical specifications, the project management like bundle. But I don't think about things like legal or accounting. Um, so he's really helped me with that. In terms of being in Ottawa, like what are, do you do a lot of business in Ottawa? I know um, Sweet Life Flora's e-commerce, so you're probably doing a lot of business online. But mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel about being a, an entrepreneur in Ottawa? So I actually live in Arnprior, which is oh. a little outside of Ottawa. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I do uh, deliveries within Ottawa. Um, I've actually become really close to the whole plant community in Ottawa. So I have a lot of friends. I'm also friends with a lot of the local businesses as well. Terra Velta, the stock market, um, all of these guys have been incredibly supportive in helping me start my business. 
we've made sure that each of us has a different niche so that we're not overlapping each other. I think that's something that's very unique to the plant type of business is that we all work together because ultimately we're all looking to make other people happy because plants really are, they focus on your health. They focus on having a purpose that's outside of what you do every day. Yeah, absolutely. All my plants in the background? Yeah, I see them. (laughs) I feel the same way about plants. I I can't live in an environment without them. I feel like they just bring fresh air, like a breath of fresh air, and literally they do. Um, Even when I was at military college, I had cactus. You had cactus? (laughs) Something that you really couldn't kill. Low maintenance, like didn't need a lot of light, like something that like could live in a dorm. (laughs) Yeah. I know um, that moss wall behind you. I just want to draw attention to it, but it's it's yeah. cool, and I definitely want one for for my house. <laughs> so it was actually made by another one of my planty friends, uh, the urban botanist. So awesome. again, we all like share and collaborate, and we're a part of each other's success. That's awesome, and they're Ottawa-based as well. Absolutely, very yeah. cool. So, what are some of the challenges of doing business in Ottawa? I think the first challenge was doing business out of my home. It's really hard to separate all the tasks that I need to do during the day with all the tasks I need to do for my business. And then at the same time, having to juggle medical appointments because I'm still in rehabilitation. That's why online is really important to me. Hopefully, I'll have a storefront and a greenhouse soon. But I really need to like sort out the business learning process first, get my medical appointments sorted out and my week a bit more cleared up. And then I'll be able to really focus on my business. Yeah, I know. It's, it is difficult when you're working from home and then you're not used to it, right? Because if you're from the corporate world or if you're from military, you're used to that team environment and such a, a shift. Absolutely. So not only do I not have the team environment anymore, but I also have to like, prevent myself from sleeping in in the morning. (laughs) I've never gotten to sleep in before. So (laughs) it's something that I am. I'm starting to balance my day a bit better. So rehab was like a complete kick in the bum for me. I go from sleeping like 18 hours a day after my concussion to like, oh my gosh, I need to make money and start my business to wanting to work all the time. So I'm having to manage and to pace myself a little bit. Yeah, because when you're passionate about it, you just want to like, well, I was working till like midnight last night just because mm-hmm. you get passionate about it, right? And I know people work yeah. far past midnight, but when you love doing it, it's hard to stop yourself. <laughs> what would make you recommend Ottawa to other entrepreneurs who are looking to start a business there? So there's an amazing business community. Uh, There's lots of different organizations out there that really support the social aspect of the business, networking, getting yourself out there. So I guess like three weeks ago, a friend invited me to go to an ESACS uh, event. I can't remember exactly what it stands for, but it's like an entrepreneurship social engagement opportunity. And the theme of it was women in business. So they brought entrepreneurs from Ottawa that are female and they had a panel and it was a really great opportunity just to get out, meet people, let people know what Sweet Life Flora is, but also to learn from their experience. Mm -hmm. So there's other groups out there that do the same thing. Like there's ones that are specific to military, 
it's, it's just a really neat environment. And Princess Trust also helps us by giving us those, those contacts. So if we do want to reach out, we can absolutely do that. That's awesome. So with Princess Trust, do you guys have like follow-up meetings and like, do they, what kind of resources do they offer you guys when, as you go along? They have by veteran. So if you go to byveteran.ca, it's a directory that is filled with different businesses that have been started by um, veterans and by military people. So it's a really cool opportunity where say, if you need plants, you can look me up on by veteran. Um, if you need your car wrapped, you can find someone to do that. Like it's amazing the breadth of different businesses there are on by veteran. But also with the mentorship program, I do have uh, periodic follow-ups with someone from Princess Trust just to make sure, you know, that the match is still suiting me to do check-ins and and to make sure everything's going okay. But mm-hmm. plus there's also these great opportunities like this with Canada's podcast where they set up opportunities for us to network our business, to talk a little bit about Princess Trust by veteran, and also to just get our name out there. This is all Princess Trust. What a great support for, for other veteran entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to shift gears a little bit. So some of our best ideas come when we least expect them. How do you disconnect and re- recharge? Like, How do you balance that entrepreneur life with everyday life? So my husband will really say that since my concussion, I've become an extreme introvert. So I really get my energy from just completely unplugging, disconnecting. Uh, One of the biggest parts of my job is actually social media. So because I'm an e-commerce site, I need to like get myself out there, put restocks online, let people know what's going on. So when I need to recharge, I disconnect. I will take a few hours off of social media, which is actually a pretty hard thing to do because I pride myself on being available to my customers. Sometimes I just need a break. Also, I've got, uh, hear them. I have animals. <laughs> so animals were also a big part of my recovery. So we have three dogs and two cats and I spend a lot of time with them. That's good. So, um, and that kind of, that recharging, do you find it helps you be more productive when you get back? Absolutely. So I have a little bit of a, this is probably leftover from being in, in the military for so long. I'm actually still in until July, 2020. I have this thing where I keep to-do lists everywhere. And <laughs> I mean, they're sticky noted to everything. Uh, I've got them on my phone. I have reminders. So when one of those reminders goes off that I need to do something, I'm like, all right, let's do it. And now I'm excited to do it, which is so cool. For a long time, I wasn't excited about a lot. So I really feel like I'm where I need to be now. Yeah, it's hard when you're, when you're going through something hard. It's hard to get excited be passionate yeah. anything. So I'm, I'm really glad that you found uh, that you started Sweet Life Flora and found Princess Trust. Me too. And I think that's what like igniting that spark is what every entrepreneur needs to go through to, to start it, right? And, and realize that idea and then go in and actually start their business. Absolutely. So I went to the boot camp with a pretty solid idea of what I wanted to do. But when I was there, it gave me the time to focus on being able to put it all together because I never made time for myself before. So Mm -hmm. it really just gave me the opportunity to bring it all together. And then I launched my website two weeks after. Did you launch your website? um, Did you build it by yourself? I did. 
I do have a little bit of experience in computer programming and things like that that I got from my military college experience in engineering. So I was able to build my own website, personalize it, make it exactly mine, which was wonderful. And uh, I like having that little bit of control too. Because you have a really nice site. I've taken a look at it and it's, it's very, very nice. Thank you very much. I worked very hard on it. <laughs> it shows. What gets you most excited about your business these days? Um, it's the thrill of the hunt. So I did a radio a show on the weekend and again, to promote Princess Trust and things like that. And since that radio show, I've gotten six or seven emails from people being like, I think you're exactly the person I need. I'm looking for this specific plant. Uh, there's a chocolate shop actually just north of Kingston who's looking for cocoa trees. Because they do their, yeah, they do a little introductory workshop and show how they make the chocolate and then they want to have a cocoa tree. So I've been looking for cocoa trees. Love being able to find something that other people are looking for. And it's really the thrill of the hunt. I used to do it just for myself because I wanted a specific plant, but now I get to do it for other people. That's, that's much more uh, cost effective. Yeah. What do you think is the vision for your business? moving forward like what do you where do you see your business growing in the next few years building a greenhouse so next summer my husband and i have it all planned out we have 12 acres now so our plan is to turn those acres in the back of our yard into a greenhouse a sustainable farming and some small animals as well because we really like to unplug a bit more off the grid as well but the greenhouse is for sweet life flora Right now, I import most of my plants because just because of where they originate in the world, where the greenhouses are that can keep them alive for four seasons, they're all in Asia and South America. But if I get a four-season greenhouse, I can start growing them here and reduce the carbon footprint of my business, but while also becoming less dependent on other businesses and people. So having a greenhouse, opening my storefront downstairs in our plant studio, I think people would drive for plants. I live in Arnprior. I think people would drive for plants. I think they would too. <laughs> this is just, this is not even related to the podcast question, but I'm really interested in the logistics of your shipping. Okay. So, uh, shipping after I acclimatize everything or, so I get plants from overseas. Um, mm-hmm. and they come, they're pretty understanding that we live in Canada and we get a winter. So they do a lot of work to insulate the shipping. I have import licenses from the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. Uh, so they are the ones who dictate what plants I can bring in and where I can get them from. So I can apply for import licenses from almost anywhere. It's just I have to do the, I have to do the paperwork. And then once they get here, they acclimatize for four to six weeks because they have to get used to the Canadian climate. And then they're ready to ship. I do winter shipping, which is pretty rare for an online plant business. I've had long discussions with Canada Post about how, like, do they leave their mail on the truck? Do they put it in a garage? That sort of thing. And I believe that Canada Post is becoming more aware that they are shipping, like, sensitive goods. So I use a 72-hour heat pack, and then I also put it in an insulated uh, box liner. I haven't had any problems so far, but we're not in the dead of winter yet. So I may have to do some trial and error there may be some loss and I may be giving people some money back. We'll see. It's a, it's a trial. It's, it's a process. Exactly. Right. Like this whole entrepreneurial journey is a process and it's 
lose some along the way and just learn from it moving forward. I could see that being a little bit of a hurdle. You'd have to think really long and hard about, right, to, to figure out the logistics of that. So It's also figuring out what your customers want. So winter blues are a real thing, like seasonal effectiveness disorder. I've found that plants have helped me get over a bit of seasonal effectiveness disorder. Like when it starts to get dark outside and I wake up in the dark, all I want to do is go and play with my plants. <laughs> it just gets me into the mindset to start the day and um, it makes me feel better. And we're getting into that time now, right? That seasonal effective disorder. So maybe this will be peak season for you. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> maybe your sales will start to go up. Actually, you should, do you um, advertise that? I do. I do. Yep. Um, so I do a lot of Facebook and Instagram advertising. So we're at Sweet Life Flora, which is just straightforward. It sounds exactly as it's spelled. And uh, we do a lot of advertising for our restocks. We do a lot of paid advertising as well. We're also going to be taking part in a plant. It's like a craft fair, but we're going to be a plant vendor at the craft fair on the 16th to 17th of November. It's on Prince of Wales. Uh, I believe it's the Hellenus, Hel- Hellenica Center. Um, and it's in support of another uh, veteran not-for-profit. So it's, it's helping equine learning uh, program help. So it's meant for military people and first responders who struggle with PTSD and operational stress injury. And they get to go and take part in like learning how to ride horses and getting close to the animals and things like that. So it's a therapy program. That's really, it's good that you're like still, you're very much involved in the community and in the veterans community, especially. So it's really good. that you're Absolutely. A lot of my friends have been deployed. A lot of my friends came back with PTSD, OSIs, injuries, and uh, I want to do whatever I can to use my business as a platform to support them. Well, thank you for doing that. So I just want to talk about, I know we, we kind of went over the logistics of shipping and maybe that would be a challenge, but what are, what's the, the greatest challenge that you've faced in your business to date? I would say right now, I'm going through it right now, taking myself from being a, like a sole entrepreneurship into incorporation. So mm-hmm. I've had to find a lawyer to help me do that. Um, I'm going through all of my accounting to make sure it's all set up. It's not something I would have thought I'd gotten to the point of. Like, I always thought I'd just be a sole proprietorship. Like, it just seems easy, right? But then you think about how important it is to incorporate and to uh, protect your brand and those sort of things. So is your is your mentor helping you a lot with that? I know you said that. Yeah. yeah. Really great. In that regard. <laughs> the, the Prince's Trust yeah. community is as well, because other people who have gone through the incorporation process, they have recommended... A lawyer. They've recommended an accountant. So I'm really reaching out to that that community that I know and taking information from them. Yeah, we went through that not long ago as well. And it was just, it's really hard to navigate. I just found it a big challenge. So it's nice to have somebody holding your hand when you're going through it, right? Exactly. You have to think about what paperwork you need, exactly. your accounting for everything that you've put into your business already. So I use the experts. <laughs> I'm not an expert. So I use the experts. It's important when you're an entrepreneur, because I think a lot of people just try to do everything all at once and then they don't do it all well, right? A funny story is, is that I used to teach engineering economics at military college. 
Well, I can tell you that math is a lot different than the stuff you need to do for business. <laughs> Here I am thinking of setting these kids up for success. And I'm like, you got a lot to learn. Yeah. Absolutely. Find yourself an accountant and make them your best friend. <laughs> what do you know now that you wish that you had known when you were first starting out your business? Hmm. That is a really tough question. Um, I think I wish I would have known how much space things are going to take. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got my personal collection like in the back of the room. And then the front of the room is like entirely covered with plants that are going to be for sale. So there's different stages of the operation. There's when I just get plants in, then I have to quarantine them. Then I have to acclimatize them and then they're ready for sale. So I think if I would have like thought about the logistics about space a little bit more, I probably could have done a better job of it right up front. I've sort of organized things now, but the greenhouse will definitely help us. Also, the transitioning process out of the military, it's hard psychologically. So I've been dependent on the military since I was 17. Like, I always know when I'm going to get a paycheck. I don't have to think about what I need to wear when I wake up in the morning because I'm just going to wear a uniform. I always know that I have a job. So that security as well, getting used to the idea that I'm going to be reliant completely on myself. I need to put it all behind me. And I have a great transition team, both medically and on the logistics side. So they're helping me transition out. Uh, it's been an actually a really good process so far. I'm technically posted to the transition center right now, which is the unit that actually helps you uh, through the process of leaving the military. They've been phenomenal. Like my section commander, Sergeant or Peel Boudelier, he's been amazing. That's so great that you have that support going forward into this next step. Like what you just said is super relevant for, I think, many entrepreneurs who are leaving their corporate jobs or whatever full-time gig they were doing before, right? It's that leap into something unknown and exciting, but mm -hmm. it is the unknown, so. Absolutely. And people aren't used to, they get into this habit. The military is like a habit. <laughs> I need to learn how to become less dependent on it. What advice would you give an entrepreneur looking to start a business in Ottawa right now? Planning. Yep. So having an idea is, is great. Being able to build a website is great, but you need to not just plan for your startup, but plan where your business is going to go as well. Uh, it will help you with financing. It'll help you with legal. Also asking questions. So don't be afraid to go and socialize and ask questions from other entrepreneurs and learn from them. That was one thing that I was really, really nervous about because my background is totally different than everyone else. But uh, I found that the community is super supportive and they'll answer your questions. They'll even set you up with the people and the numbers and the phone numbers you need. So plan and, uh, and don't be afraid to ask questions. That's great advice. <laughs> be okay admitting your weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, be okay with admitting your weaknesses. Now, this is a similar question, but what was the best piece of advice that you've ever received? So this is going to be a, a kicker for Nike, but just do it. Because the, the intervention that I had with my friend and my sister was probably the most profound moment of my life where they were actually like, Kristen, just start your business. It's what you want to be doing. You don't need the government job and the steady paycheck because you can make it on your own. So having somebody point out that I had 
the ability to succeed, it was a nice thing to hear, but also I needed to hear it. Okay. So now we're going to, um, we're just going to do some rapid fire questions and I don't need to think too much about your answers. Just kind of spit out whatever's on your mind. So it's going to be eight questions in a row and uh, just answer them as quickly as you can. If you weren't doing what you're doing right now for work, what would you be doing instead? I probably would have taken the RCMP job that I was offered. So you were offered it and then your sister, um, I can't remember who else, but they... My friend, Sue Ellen. So you were offered an RCMP job and then... uh, Yeah. And they're like, you don't, you're just going to get yourself into the same situation again where you're going to be overloaded, you work 110% all the time, and it's just not good for your health. I would probably be putting myself in harm's way because it's comfortable if I didn't have someone pointed yeah. out. You're lucky to have that, uh, those people behind you and supporting you. I really am. Question number two, what book are you currently reading? What books would you recommend to our audience? Uh, so I have a penchant for science fiction and for fantasy. So I'm reading books. Hold on. It's right underneath my computer by Samantha Shannon. (laughs) What's it called? Uh, uh, The Bone Season by Samantha Shannon. Uh, It's fantasy. It just helps me unplug, takes me out of uh, the headspace that I'm currently in. And I don't have to think about anything. Are you a morning or a night person? Morning. No question. If you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? So prior to my concussion, It would have been, I relied on my intelligence and it's who I was. But now I would say that it's probably my friendliness and my ability to interact with customers. Um, What is keeping you up at night these days, if anything? Honestly, uh, chronic pain. My husband snoring. <laughs> your husband snoring. So you don't yeah. sleep very well, I take it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, hopefully you can get enough rest to kind of recharge you for the morning. I have um, two kids that keep me up all night too, so I know how it is. Oh, yeah? You're all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dogs um, do sleep in my bed too, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite place in the whole world? My plant room. Awesome. I guess it could kind of feel like a rainforest in there anyways, right? Yeah. So when we were designing the house, we actually had to think about the humidity issue. And so it does, you walk into the room, it's a few degrees warmer. It's a little bit more humid. It's easier to breathe. And I just, everything stops. It's just such a great space. So you guys built your house after you designed your house after starting? My concussion. My husband released from the military in 2017, and he was going to need a space because he is contemplating starting his own business as well. So uh, he gets the man cave in the garage to do all of that. And then we put the potential storefront downstairs for me. What are three non-negotiables that have to happen in your morning routine? Can I say it more than once? Yes, you can. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so coffee is very important to me. Um, I take walks for a walk. Um, yeah, and then I end up in the plant room even before I have breakfast. So I would say those are the three things that I do. Coffee is first. I am not a person you want to talk to with coffee. No coffee. Neither am I. I, I would have to agree with you there. Like, I needed, I was recently just needed to go to Tim Hortons every morning before doing anything. 
Double doubles. <laughs> double doubles. That's right. <laughs> we call it the military standard. Is a double double. Is a double double. I think yeah, that's so a Canadian standard. <laughs> probably, but anytime someone's going for coffee in the office, you're like military standard. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Last but not least, okay, so this is the last question, and we ask this to all of our um, our guests on Canada's podcast, but there's a small tropical island in the middle of the ocean with only one phone booth and no internet. We drop you off mm-hmm. with no technology at all. At any time, you can use the phone booth on the island to call the boat and come pick you up. How long would you last before making that phone call, and what would you do until then? I'm on a tropical island. Surrounded by plants uh-huh. that are tropical. <laughs> I was actually just talking to, about this with my husband. So a similar question. There's a television show where they drop you off in the middle of a forest. And it's like the one who can last the longest would win. I would beat my husband because he has no sense of direction whatsoever. So, <laughs> and like I, I grew up out in the country. So I think I'd last a while. But if I didn't, I'd call my husband to come and get me. <laughs> your, your husband could come too. <laughs> okay, perfect. Then yeah, there you go. And then you can go gather up. You can go take samples of all the tropical, the rare tropical plants that you need to find. Yeah, yeah. and he can cook. <laughs> yeah, he can cook. <laughs> you can find some coconuts and bananas somewhere. Yeah, so that's all the questions that I have for you today. Is there anything else that you want to share with me before we say goodbye? Oh, this has been really fun, and I really appreciate the opportunity. Anybody who's military and who is contemplating starting a business, I totally recommend reaching out to Prince's Trust because they will help you out. They'll get you the resources that you need, and it's a really great program. And check out Buy Veteran because there are so many other mm-hmm. great businesses out there. Um, so where can our listeners and viewers uh, find you online? So we have a website. Uh, sweetlifeflora.ca. So the shop is actually there as well. I also update the front page with lots of new information. Uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook at sweetlifeflora, just exactly how it sounds. And you can always email me at info at sweetlifeflora.ca. Awesome. All right, Kristen, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you today and learning about your journey. And I know this interview is just going to be right in time for Remembrance Day. So thank you for serving our country and serving the nation and being a wonderful entrepreneur and sharing this journey with our listeners and me. Thank you so much for having me, Leslie. Thanks for listening to Canada's podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe on all of our channels to get the latest podcasts from entrepreneurs across Canada. 